WebCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the Executive Director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Friday the 13th is usually considered an unlucky day, but it wasn't this past Friday the 13th in McKeesport. That's when Pennsylvania state officials announced that they would be making available $3.3 million for blight removal, affordable housing, and redevelopment of the Central Business District in Allegheny County's second largest city. Pennsylvania's Secretary of Community and Economic Development, Dennis Davin, made the announcement at the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation. That's the former McKeesport Daily News building on Lyle Boulevard, and incidentally, it's also the building where our studio is located. Now, part of the $3.3 million in funding will come in the form of tax credits provided over a six-year period to a group of investors that includes Duquesne Light, First Commonwealth Bank, and Noble Energy. An additional portion of the funding, the affordable housing component, will come in the form of grants to renovate up to 20 homes. Our microphones were there as Secretary Davin made the announcement on behalf of Governor Tom Wolf. And in this half hour, we will also hear from State Senator Jim Brewster of McKeesport, U.S. Representative Mike Doyle, and the Mayor of McKeesport, Michael Cherepko. This is Two Rivers 30 Minutes. Good morning, everyone. I'm John Pro, the Regional Director for DCED. On behalf of the Governor, Secretary Davin, and Mayor Sharepko's administration, I'm so happy to see everyone here today. Before we get started, I just want to remind everyone that we have two boards over to my right. Before you leave today, please make sure to sign the boards with a message of good luck, best wishes, whatever you want to say, so that the mayor and his administration will have a little keepsake from today. So without further ado, we'll get started. Uh, Please welcome our Congressman, Mike Doyle. Thank you. Good morning. Uh, Boy, this is an exciting day. Uh, It's it's a real pleasure to be here. And uh, I want to first welcome Secretary Davin. Uh, Glad to have you uh, back here in the Mon Valley. I know you know this area well. Uh, and also the representatives from Duquesne Light, First Commonwealth Bank, Noble Environment, and UPMC that have also joined us today. Um, This is a very exciting time for all of us who uh, know and have lived and loved the Mon Valley. Uh, We know this is a a, a part of of the county uh, that's been through great times and trying times, Uh, but one thing always, uh, people of the Mon Valley have always been resilient uh, and have always worked together. And uh, this is an example of what can happen when communities work together in a positive fashion to reinvigorate communities uh, and make investments uh, that are needed in this town. I want to commend the Wolf administration. Uh, Governor Wolf has been a great partner for us here in western Pennsylvania. Um, From the first day he ran, several of us met him, didn't know him very well, uh, but liked what he stood for, liked how he treated the people that worked for him, and thought he would be a good governor, and uh, got behind him early. And uh, the the rewards for western Pennsylvania uh, as a result of of Tom Wolf being the governor of Pennsylvania have been great. Uh, And he's had great partners here in the Mon Valley, and it's my pleasure to introduce one of those partners. Uh, You can't get things done uh, if you don't have support in your legislature. And Austin Davis and Senator Jim Brewster uh, have been two key partners with Governor Wolf uh, in helping these things happen. Uh, I've known Senator Brewster uh, 
Oh, geez, Jim, I don't want to say. I've known him for a long time. Um, <laughs> knew him when he was mayor of McKeesport, had the pleasure of working with him when he was mayor here, uh, and also working with him in, in the uh, Pennsylvania State Senate and, and what he's doing there, uh, along with the Austin Davis, uh, one of our newest state reps, is doing a great job, too. But Jim Brewster is synonymous with McKeesport. Uh, when you think about McKeesport and Jim Brewster, these, 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 you know, that's like bread and butter. This is the town he loves. Uh, this is the town he talks about. He always says Mayor McKeesport's a better job than state senator. Uh, he does say that a lot. Uh, and this, this is someone that's fought hard uh, for the Mon Valley, but, but also for the town he loves the most, uh, city of McKeesport. It gives me great pleasure to introduce your state senator, Jim Brewster. Thank you, Congressman. Thank you for that uh, introduction. Thank you for being here, Congressman. Uh, yes, um, I should mention, we've been here a few times the last couple years uh, when we had the ribbon cutting uh, to open the building. And for those of you that are familiar with McKeesport, and all of you are, this building was the heart of the city uh, when the Daily News was here. Because of our relationship with Mr. Scaife and the Trib, we were able to get this building for a dollar. And before I <clears throat> made that deal, I had to go to our new mayor, Mayor Shrepko, uh, who now has my job and uh, run trade. <laughs> so um, I said to him, I said, we have an opportunity, but it's risky because we weren't sure if we could get folks in here. And we obviously now have the Mon Valley Independent here and Nazareth, one of our publishers that are here today, uh, and his staff, uh, Jason Togier, um, Tube City Almanac over there. They're now tenants in the building. Uh, the mayor may speak to the others, uh, the district attorneys on the other side of the room here. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, we wanted this to be a gathering place uh, in the city. And as the mayor and uh, Secretary Davin talk about the plans for the investment that they're going to announce this morning, it will surround this building. It was a year ago when we got uh, $2.9 million in multimodal funds for this building to retrofit the parking garage. So you'll be able to use that, walk from the parking garage into the building, and also to continue the trail around the point down to the bridge and light it, light the trail. So you'll be able to see that from 5,000 feet when you're flying over. So those things are already in the pipeline. Uh, I've asked the mayor to get in overdrive on this, but he's little sluggish on some of the stuff. He's going to blame staff, so AJ, you might as well get ready. But there are good things happening. And I'm going to just close by saying this to you. These kind of projects, I have 38 communities, and we're working in Braddock and Duquesne and Clareton, <clears throat> the Turtle Creek Valley, Valley, all the way out to Monroeville and Plum, to do these kinds of developments. And all those communities have little different needs. That's why it's important that Secretary Davin is here, and as, as the Congressman mentioned, uh, Governor Wolf has been here a few times when we toured Dorabond, uh, when we got the medical marijuana growers. I mean, there's a lot of historical things that are happening that sometimes we don't understand the full impact of them. Uh, job creation, I think Dorabond, up to 200 jobs. Um, so it's going to be a slow process, but these Bromfield sites are coming back. And uh, I'm proud to be part of that. But the whole network has to happen. It can't just be one person. But I want to thank you all for coming, and I want to thank you for having the interest. Oh, and Don Smith, uh, he is the chairperson and the, and the, uh, the big shot on the RIDC, I call him. And he can golf, which is really surprising. 
I was really shocked. That had to be a bad day for you. But anyway, he's been a big partner for us here in, because he manages the site, not just this one, but other RIDC sites. Without their cooperation and their staff, uh, some of these things couldn't happen, so thank you, Don. That's State Senator Jim Brewster, and you're listening to coverage of Friday's announcement of a $3.3 million program for redevelopment in the city of McKeesport. Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes. Coming up next, remarks from the State Secretary of Community and Economic Development and the Mayor of McKeesport. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Thank you for joining us today. Our studio in the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation is in McKeesport, just south of Pittsburgh, of course, part of the Mon Valley, and that's an area that has had many well-publicized struggles since the decline of basic steelmaking in the 1980s. On Friday, December 13th, state officials came to McKeesport, actually right here to the Tube City Center, to announce their approval of a $3.3 million package of blight removal, affordable housing, and redevelopment in McKeesport's Central Business District, and our microphone was there. Let's go back now to State Senator Jim Brewster. I'll now at this time introduce our guest star. Um, you know, Dennis, I don't get this. When Rendell would come here, he'd be in these big checks. He'd be like five <laughs> foot wide. And uh, you don't do that anymore. Okay, well, you can talk about <laughs> Direct deposit, he said. Okay, at this point, I want to introduce Secretary Davin, my good friend. Thank you, Senator Brewster. Yeah, we just do direct deposit right in your account, so we try to do it a little bit uh, uh, neater, easier, and cleaner. But uh, I really, um, I really appreciate the the opportunity to be here uh, with uh, with everybody. It's great to see Congressman Doyle, but it's uh, it, it is great, and this just goes to show you how important uh, events like this are um, for uh, for McKeesport, for the Mon Valley, and and throughout the uh, the Pittsburgh region. So uh, it, it's incredible to have you know our great congressman here uh, for that. Um, so I kind of want to get right into it, uh, if, if you don't mind. So on behalf of Governor Tom Wolf, I'm pleased to tell Mayor Cherepko, uh, city council members, uh, and could you please raise your hand again, all the city council members that are here? I thought that we had three or four of them here. Great. Thank you very much. The business community, the residents of McKeesport, that the application from McKees Point Development Group for the state's neighborhood partnership program has been approved for $3 million. Congratulations. So these funds will be $500,000 per year for the next six years, and they're being provided by our partners that are investing in McKeesport. Duquesne Light, First Commonwealth Bank, Noble Environmental, and UPMC in exchange for state tax credits offered through the Neighborhood Assistance Program, or NAP as we call it. So the Neighborhood Assistance Program is a $36 million tax credit program that encourages corporate investment into community projects and development, and I need to point out that that $36 million was half of that last year. It was $18 million. But through the great work of Senator Brewster, um, Representative uh, Austin Davis, and other members of the legislature, we were able to double that uh, amount in only one year. So that is great. We really appreciate all your work that you did, Senator, to, to help us uh, to get to that point. So we really appreciate that. This major investment by these corporations reflects their belief that McKeesport is a great place to do business 
and its future is bright. So in addition to NPP funds, an additional $300,000 in investment will be directed to rebuilding together Pittsburgh through the Special Priorities Program, which is also part of the Neighbor Assistance Program. So these funds will also be invested here to continue the efforts you began through the McKeesport Rising Project, an effort to eliminate blight and stabilize housing throughout the city. Duquesne Light and UPMC will fund the SPP. So if you add it up, that's $3.3 million in investment coming to the city from our most prominent corporate citizens. So please give them a hand. So in my former life, I, w I was uh, the uh, Director of Economic Development for Allegheny County, and I spent a lot of time all throughout uh, Allegheny County, but uh, in particular in the Mon Valley and in McKeesport, and I thought I uh, knew just about every place in McKeesport. But earlier this year, I had the opportunity, along with Jonna uh, and Allie, to, uh, to take a tour with Mayor Cherepko all throughout McKeesport, and I saw places I didn't even know existed. I mean, this guy knows every single place throughout McKeesport, places, and, and he was passionate uh, when he talked about the, uh, the opportunities and the things that they're working on, but really where they need to be, where McKeesport needs to be, and I, I really appreciate that, Mayor. I appreciate the opportunity uh, to, to take a ride with you and to see all the great things that are happening in McKeesport, but also the great things that could happen in McKeesport if we continue to, uh, uh, to uh, promote uh, McKeesport. So the MPP proposal, which the mayor will tell you about in more detail, reflects that passion. It's a three-pronged strategy that focuses on housing rehabilitation for seniors and low-income uh, families, removing blight and creating development sites, and tapping into the city's rich history and its access to the Yakagani River and the Allegheny Passage to promote jobs, recreation, and tourism. This plan will be overseen by the newly created McKees Point Development Group, and we're really excited to see it unfold. Uh, I also want to thank uh, two uh, people, two women that are over here. One I know is right there, Jonna uh, Pro, and then where's Allie? Allie's right behind me, okay, right, right. She's always there just to, you know, catch me if I mess up. But between what Johnny, Jonna and Allie do on a day-to-day -day basis, uh, it is incredible. You're seeing one part of it right here in McKeesport, but they do this all throughout the, uh, the 10, 10 county or 11? 12. 12, sorry, 12 county region in southwestern Pennsylvania. They do it as well as anybody I've ever seen do it. And like the mayor, like Mayor Cherepko, they're passionate about what, what happens here. So Jonna and Allie, thank you very much for the work that you do. <laughs> In, it, in addition, I think you're really fortunate, we're fortunate, uh, to have uh, a county executive like Rich Fitzgerald uh, here. I don't think that he's here in the building right now. He's probably with the governor, Congressman, so I don't know. He made, that, he made the wrong decision there, right? I don't know. But uh, Rich Fitzgerald and uh, Allegheny County Economic Development Director Lance Chimka. Lance, put your hand up over there. And Lance, Lance along with Casa Collins. Casa, put your hand up. Work really hard. Uh, to help you develop McKeesport and uh, take advantage of a number of different opportunities in McKeesport. Uh, Don, where's Don? Don Smith. He is a really good golfer, by the way. So, Don, uh, the work that you guys do with RIDC, we really appreciate it, and, uh, and thank you for all your support and, and efforts that you have here in McKeesport and all throughout southwestern Pennsylvania. Um, so, Mayor Cherepko provided the vision for McKeesport's future through the creation of McKeesport Rising. The MPP proposal expands on that vision and helps to make it a reality. To date, the Wolf administration has driven roughly $6 million into this city. That's $6 million that's been spent on infrastructure improvements, including streets, traffic lights, parking lots, and intersections. And that's money which has been spent on people in the form of workforce development, community learning centers, and reducing gun violence. And that's money which has been spent on environmental remediation, trail development, and healthy living. 
So moving forward, the state is prepared to spend roughly $20 million on bridge rehabilitation here and the Allegheny Passage. But as you can see by today's announcement, we've really reached, we think, the tipping point. You've demonstrated your success with public investment, and by doing so, you're driving private investment here as well, and that's tremendous, and that's why today's announcement is so significant. So again, my thanks to everybody here, uh, and in particular, Duquesne Light, First Commonwealth Bank, Noble Environmental, and UPMC for demonstrating that the region uh, and the investment in McKee Sport will pay dividends in the future. Thank you very much. Uh, it is such an honor and a privilege to be here on behalf of the city of McKeesport um, for, for this unbelievably exciting day. Um, I think you've heard a couple. I mean, to have the congressman, the secretary, Senator Brewster here, um, Representative Austin Davis, who's literally out of town or he would have been here, make no mistake, but uh, we thank him for all his support as well. When, when you really talk about working together for a better McKeesport, um, that, that has been not just a slogan for us, but we've said it uh, hundreds of times, it's an invitation. Um, and, I, and I think when you think, when, when you see a, a, an announcement like this, it truly exemplifies just what that means. Whether it's between uh, elected officials from all levels of government, whether it's between our city council who was introduced, um, and, and, and even with, this isn't possible without our funding partners. Um, I, I do want to introduce the representatives that are from uh, our particular funding partners today. Um, from Duquesne Light, we have Samantha Hartsman, um, Krisha Kubiak, and Holly Geithner. Thank you. From First Commonwealth Bank, Evan Zuverink. Evan, thank you. Noble Environmental, Alex Sokowski. And from our UPMC um, health plan, uh, Alex Hills here, and I don't know if Dana Scarpino made it. I see Alex. Dana's in the back. Thank you, Dana. Uh, someone that wasn't introduced earlier, not a funding partner, but a partner with us that's part of this program is Rebuild Pittsburgh and uh, Rebuilding Together Pittsburgh. And we have Steve Burris here. Good up for Steve. <laughs> when you talk about McKeesport Rising, the initiative we kicked off uh, not so long ago, um, this is just another aspect of it, a big aspect of it. Um, it's the excitement that comes about from a lot of the great things that are going on here. Um, it's a collaborative effort. Make no mistake, without question. Uh, anyone that thinks that in this day and age, um, you know, there's some out there that actually believe that, that they don't want to see people getting along and working together. Um, here in McKeesport, I'm blessed as, as a mayor to have a council uh, that's extremely supportive. Um, they see the vision. Doesn't mean that we agree on every little thing, but at the end of the day, we all have that same goal, which is the best interest of this city. When you talk about um, McKeesport Rise and we talk about this particular project, it'll, it'll be three aspects. The, the largest part of it will be um, some removal of blight in the downtown area and getting it ready for development. One particular spot that's one of the top priorities is, is the entire block that's across from City Hall. It also happens to be on Lyle Boulevard, which is traveled, um, probably 40,000 cars a day, across the street from a transportation center, which they've invested about $4 million into it, into Phase 1, uh, the Port Authority, and they're getting ready for uh, Phase 2, and Senator Brewster's on that board as well. Um, 100 yards, maybe 200 yards from where we're at right here in this very building that sat vacant for three years. 
with the help of Senator Brewster, Jennifer Protetto, the CEO of the TRIB, we are able to, to not only get this building open, but we're now pretty much, for the most part, not full capacity, but we now have seven or eight tenants. Uh, the senator mentioned a couple of Tube City uh, online, um, the Mon Valley Independent. We have uh, Career Links, which is running through the Boys and Girls Club uh, upstairs as well. We have uh, Point Park University. We have um, Ron Vizani and Flashover Fire Apparatus. And we have um, New Century Careers, which is free machinist training. So these are things we need. So, and, and, and speaking of the new uh, the, the training, if you know anyone that's interested in starting a new career, changing a career, we're trying to recruit that right here in this very building. That's McKeesport Mayor Mike Cherepko, and let's pause right there. You're listening to coverage of Friday's announcement by state officials that they have approved a $3.3 million redevelopment package in McKeesport. This is Two Rivers 30 Minutes. We'll be right back to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. On Friday, December 13th, state officials came to McKeesport to announce their approval of a $3.3 million program for blight removal, affordable housing, and redevelopment in the Central Business District. Let's go back now to McKeesport Mayor Mike Jarepko and his remarks during that event. But when we talk about this particular part of town, what has come from this? I'll be the first to tell you, as optimistic as I am about this town, I'm also very realistic. So when I tell you our better days and our best days lie ahead, they do. But I will also tell you this. If you would have asked me two years ago what the vision was for the downtown area, I would have never thought we'd have been sitting here two years later and seeing the progress that we're having. And it does not come without the collaborative effort with all of our elected officials from all levels. And when I say that, I knew the downtown area would start to come back. But we have development right now going everywhere, from, from down in the marina, which is going to be a focal point and is the other part uh, of this and, and, and what we're trying to do with the Penn McKee, RIDC. A lot of people don't realize you drive down back through RIDC and you'll see that just about every building is occupied except the Echo Star building. We have others expanding, buying uh, uh, land to, to, to build as well. We have development on Walnut Street right here going out where Vaguely Welding came in. Our redevelopment authority um, is, is looking right now to... to get possession. Many of the vacant properties are there through demolition, get ownership of it, so we're ready to um, push, uh, promote the, these particular parcels for development. We have interest. We don't own the properties right now. We have the Walnut Street corridor and the new street light that came in, which was once again funding uh, to help development. Um, East Fifth Avenue, uh, we have development down there. We have a big plan that we're probably going to announce very shortly. Uh, if all goes well, we're working with PennDOT right now. There's a lot of good things going on, but back to this particular area, it's not that we had never thought that it would come back, but I will be honest with you and say in two years, I didn't think we'd be. Here we are now. This building's open, fully operating. We have a parking garage right next to us that's going to, going to get renovated, hopefully 2020, and, and it is a process when you get these grants and agreements and things like that. Right across the street, and I see Mr. John Stark here with us, our redevelopment authority, we were able to finally track down the owner of this building. They showed up in my office. We had a very candid conversation, and let's just say at this point the building went into the hands of the Redevelopment Authority, now in the hands of John Stark, who is in the process of, of redeveloping the people's building across the street. 
about 150 yards down, there's a vacant lot that's been vacant for about 30 years, right across from the Tellys. We have new construction that will be going up this year, a brand new building. Mr. Stark is, has that investment as well, and we thank him for his belief here in the city that you're going to see a new building, and without going into details, a bank will be its main tenant, one of its main tenant uh, in that building. We go up, we talked about the, the transportation center, we talked about RIDC, and now we're talking about what's going on in Fifth Avenue. So you have this, you have the people's building, you have the parking garage. Next, two, uh, two doors up from the, the people's building here, we had an old building, the old Murphy's building sat vacant for years. That has been purchased, it's looking for development. So things are starting to happen, and then about 100 yards up is where our primary focus will be with this particular money. So as we continue to downtown development, we have development throughout five or six different areas of town, and we will continue to work on that to attract new businesses. And I think someone said it earlier, for the first time in a long time, Senator Brewster, when he sat in my seat, when I'm sitting here for, for, for eight years now, we are continuously pounding on doors, so to say, and recruiting businesses to come in. But for the first time, we have people knocking on our door, and that, my friend, is a very, very uh, good thing. I mean, they know what's coming as well. In addition to the development in the downtown area, the marina and everything else we have going on, part of this funding is going to go to help. Our focus has been home ownership. Our focus has been let's encourage home ownership to, to, to increase that foundation, to get individuals to make that investment to be here for, to stabilize that tax base. Where we, we've already done it. Uh, many said we couldn't. Years ago, we tore down houses up by the Twin River School, where we also had a $35 million state-of-the-art educational facility. Those were decisions that were questioned by the public. Why would you put a new school in that particular area? Well, as we stand here now, not only is that school a tremendous asset to the city, but that particular area around there, we've, we named the cultural and educational sector of the city. We have, we've taken down probably 30-plus houses in that area. We're, look, we're renovating, and we just built a new home and have a homeowner in that particular house. That was the partnership with Action Housing. Lou Ethel Nesbitt helped with that. We're now working on the second house to go in that particular area. So as we continue these partnerships with all these entities, we will also now open up our new one with Rebuild Pittsburgh. And as we focus on not only the same thing, not only homeowners that can utilize um, the funds to, to renovate much needed improvements to their houses so they can stay here, and so they don't have to move or forced out, but also to rehab houses that maybe were on the borderline of being demolished and, and have the opportunity to put them back on the tax books and find an owner. So these are the projects that are going on. We will continue to, to, to utilize all of the resources around us because anyone, anyone that thinks for one second that you can't accomplish these things, that you can't accomplish these things without working together, can tell you can't be any further from the truth. So it's easy for anyone. Is the glass half empty? Is the glass half full? What I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, and if you're in this room right here, I have to believe that you believe the glass is half full. So when you're out there and you're telling these stories or you're hearing the negativity, because all too often the negativity is what grabs everyone's attention and everyone wants to focus on the negativity. But when you're a McKees border, whether you're a resident McKees border, a lifelong McKees border, whether you're a business owner McKees border, when you really get involved with your community, which we are blessed to have so many, you will see that there's this sense of pride about McKeesport. There's a belief in McKeesport. And many of us, your claws kind of come out when someone starts to talk negative about McKeesport. What I'm here to tell you is I just want to say thank you for that. I encourage you to, to please continue the fight with us because good things are happening here. We're blessed with the opportunity 
you know, when this all started with this particular project, I had the opportunity to sit with John Pro and three-hour tour. Maybe it was around town. I mean, we probably met two or three times. She, she was very encouraged, gave me pretty good feedback about all the projects going on. And then, you need to know this, the secretary himself, and it just so happened to be the day that we had the grand opening here in the Tube City Center. That was at noon, and from 9 o'clock until noon, Secretary Davin was with me, and he was with us in the car. He took his time to see what was going on in the city because he believes in what's going on here as well as Senator Brewster, who has fought for us day in and day out and will continue, Congressman Doyle, and the Austin Davis, who's not here with us as well. It's a collaborative effort, folks. I'm excited about this announcement. I, I, I can't say thank you enough, not just as mayor of the city of McKeesport, but as a long life long-life resident myself, someone that's raising my two wonderful children in this community, and I couldn't be prouder to be raising my family in this community. So not just as mayor, but personally, I want to thank Secretary Davin, Jonna, uh, the governor, and all of their support, all of our funding partners. But I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I look forward to working with each and every one of you. God bless, and have a, have a, a safe and happy holiday. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.